Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Portia O, your host of Life Be Life and Podcast. Thank you all again for joining me for another episode, another installment of Life Be Life in. And today is episode number 19. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited. And we are talking about girl, get up. <laughs> This is the ending of Women's History Month. I know my last week episode, communication was kind of like, what does this got to do with women's history? But um, that's where I was led to speak on, and it was actually in my outline in that month, and I don't know why. Um, But obviously, God knew what he was doing because it was something I needed to talk about and get out at that moment. And so, there you have it. But we are going to end this Women's History Month with Girl Get Up, and this is a deep dive episode um, into Sarah Jakes Roberts sermon girl get up okay I heard this sermon like last year sometime and I think it was like viral clips going around my best friend Kendra has sent me the whole thing and we listened to it and it was phenomenal like and so crazy that I wrote this in my outline for my topics for the year and everything like that when I saw it in there I was like well, I guess this will be good for Women's History Month, right? You know, but I was like, man, I need to listen to this sermon again so that I can like take notes on it and, you know, can know where I'm going to be going with this topic. Like when I tell y'all that it was meant for me to re-listen to that sermon, baby, it gave me the new life that I needed. I listened to it on Sunday and it gave me, everything I needed in that moment. Okay. Because I had been having a last hard few couple of weeks or whatever, and just kind of been like feeling discouraged, unsure exactly like which way to go any longer. Like I know what God has placed inside of me. I know he has shown me certain things and I'm just still kind of like allowing those negative thoughts to come in and kind of like discourage me and distract me and get me thinking that oh no you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that you don't know how to get to from point a to point b so why are you even trying you know what i'm saying but listen the sermon came in and reassured me and re told me again girl get up don't we not doing that again but let me not get too far ahead of myself okay because i'm getting all excited already okay but it's just an ode to the wonderful miss sarah jakes roberts and allowing god to use her and speak to so many women that needed to hear that sermon me being one of them um and it's still even though i heard it last year and hearing it again um a couple of days ago it still is ringing so true and it was such a reminder that i needed in order to push forward and make this stuff happen before we go into the topic let me introduce myself my name is portia <laughs> Anyways, my name is Portia O. I am your host of this wonderful podcast, Life Be Life In. And this is where we talk about how life be over here, life in us in all types of ways, relationships, situations, everyday things we are experiencing, all while in real time healing and learning how to be a better human being okay because what else are we doing on this earth if we're not trying to evolve and be better and be great okay i'm sad i knows that can't yeah whatever anyway as i always like to say this is a no judgment zone <laughs> well i was just about to get ready to judge but no for real this is a no judgment zone this is a safe space and all are welcome here and i hope that whatever you hear today and any other time that you listen to any of my podcast um, episodes that you are blessed and God truly and um, for sure will come up um, and prick your heart and give you what you need in the time of you listening. Okay. So yes, Holy Spirit, come into this room with us right now in the name of Jesus. All right. So today, again, the topic is girl, get up. She named this sermon Girl Get Up, okay? And this was based off the story of Jarius or Jarus and his sick daughter, which is was in Luke 8 and 49 or whatever. And the story kind of goes down from there. And so um, if you're not familiar with Sarah Jakes Roberts, 
Um, she is the daughter of Bishop Jakes, T.D. Jakes. She um, started a Woman Evolve movement a while ago, and she started a podcast a while ago as well called Woman Evolve. And when she first started it, I listened to it or whatever. I fell off on it from since then. But she used to do these segments called Eve and Ruth or something like that. And so she always talks about how Eve messed it up for all of us and how upset she was with Eve and all of those things. And she kind of tapped on that in this sermon as well. But um, she said with the revelation that God has given her about Eve was Eve was carrying a casket and a curse. And Eve's casket was the eating of the fruit and the damnation of <laughs> uh, mankind as we knew it at that time, right? From the tree of knowledge and she was forbidden to do so. And um, so that was her casket. And the curse that came after that was knowing sin and sin entering the world and all of that type of stuff and us being cursed with, you know, those periods and things of such and hard childbirth she was just went on to say like life can be all too real like um like after eating the fruit like life really got real for eve after eating that fruit okay the relationship was the casket but the shift in the relationship was the curse okay and so the abandonment was the casket but the curse was we couldn't let anyone else in. <sighs> like, like, what? Like the abandonment um, that some of us may have experienced before has been the casket in our lives. But the curse was because of the abandonment, we can no longer let anyone else in. It's always uh, basically like a cause and effect type situation. Because of this, now I am cursed with this. Because of this casket, now I am cursed with this. That spoke to me so much because that's very much been my life. Because of one thing or something that I've experienced, now I have trust issues because this person broke my trust. Now I have trust issues going forward. Now it's hard for me to allow people to come into my space and allow people to really um, show me who they are or whatever the situation is. So we got to be careful about what caskets we're carrying and what curses come therefore after. Okay. And so she went on to say she also has a seed attached to her name Woo! we all have seeds attached to our name and we are not even fully aware of those seeds that are attached to our name and it'd be just the smallest you know seeds are very tiny very small things and they grow into something ginormous or something bigger than what the seed was okay let's be clear we discard those seeds or don't water those seeds don't feed those seeds don't acknowledge those seeds and let them die and wither away and that is not what god has intended for us okay um so we have to remind ourselves that these there are seeds attached to our name okay remember that remember that um next she went on to say a part of us that is hurt in or sick but there's also a part of us that's yearning to be healed Woo! i was like girl because we so quick to focus on the sickness the disease the the troublesome mindset the worry and the complaining all the negative stuff we are so quick to focus on those things but what we need to really focus in on and what the other side the flip side of that is is the healing okay stop focusing on the hurt and the sickness like that is a part of us but the other part of us is yearning to be healed 
That's why we over here hurting so bad because we desire the desire to be healed. The yearn to be healed is on the other side. You know, we always hear that saying that um, it's two types of people in this world or whatever. Um, one that views the glass as half full and one that views the glass as half empty. Either way it goes, it's two sides of the coin. It's either half full or it's half empty. And you can flip your perspective either way. But one is pulling in a positive way and the other one is pulling in a negative way. But the point is that just as you have that negative outlook, you have the positive on the other side as well. Flip the perspective. Like, let's let's really get into it. Like, let's really be in tune with what it is that God really wants us to receive from this thing, okay? He allowed that hurt and that sickness and that pain to exist in your life so that you can receive and yearn to be healed, that you will want to search and reach out to him and all of those things. Like we are still going to have trials and tribulations with God in our life, but those trials and tribulations are not to destroy us. They are not to take us out of here. They are to better us, to strengthen us, to heal us okay the prayers of our ancestors and people you don't even know as well always someone fighting for your destiny even when you can't do it for yourself child listen sarah was hitting the nail on the head okay and she spoke about like how you have those praying grandmothers and we hear that saying all the time or whatever. But for those who don't have those praying grandmothers, there's always somebody placed in your life, whether you know it or not, that is rooting for you, that is praying for you, that was speaking positivity over you, that's manifesting, healing over you, all of those things. Some of us have never experienced a familial person um, speaking life into us or giving us positivity or anything like that. But it'd be that one teacher, it'd be that one teacher or that one coworker or that one boss that saw something in you and really poured into you. And you don't even know that they be praying for you at night, that they be speaking your name. And even if they not even in the spiritual mindset, but they have the goodness in their heart to even think good things towards you, putting it in the atmosphere. The Lord hears and sees all things. Okay. So we have the benefit of the prayers of our ancestors. Listen, when you say the prayers of your ancestors, we think about like all the way back, 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 back. And yes, that is true. It's generations and generations of people that have prayed. They have experienced life in such a way they have prayed for their future generations to be greater. I know I'm a product of my, my uh, ancestors' prayers, period. Okay? And we all are. I can't even imagine what my ancestors had to endure in this life, on this earth. But for me to be in this position today that I am in, it's because of those prayers. And baby, you better believe the life that I'm living today is the prayers that I'm putting forth today. I am going to be the ancestor of the generations to come from my bloodline, okay? And uh, what I'm praying today is setting free. It is breaking curses and uh, breaking those generational curses that are that have plagued my bloodline for so long that future generations and my current generation of my children and their children, their children's children will not have to experience. Do you hear me? Somebody is praying for your destiny. We can't give up. That is not an option. It never has been. I know the world may make it seem like it's an option to give up. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to make it. You're never going to get to the point that you want to get to, but you can if you keep the faith. And remember, those prayers were prayed for you. Somebody is rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. As you root for me, I am rooting for you. Period. Because we don't always have the strength to root for ourselves. Let's be intentional about how we interact with each other. This is why this podcast was created. I am here every week speaking on my experiences and the things that I have grown to know of this world. But it really is 
an intentional thing to connect with people who may also be experiencing life in such a way that needs a reminder of what it really means to be on this earth and live this life. I'm not sharing this just because I'm sharing this because it's meant for us to interact with each other. Y'all are my village. Okay. And I am yours. Like we are in this thing together, trying to figure this stuff out. We are each other's warriors for our destiny. We are fighting together. Okay. Let's remember that. Because when you can't do it for yourself, you can always come back and reference. Portia told me. Portia said she was praying for me. I'm praying for everybody that watches this podcast, everybody that interacts with this podcast. Be blessed that God will anoint them from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. That whatever it is that is trying to tear you down and steal your joy and kill your purpose will, will be rebuked and bind up in the name of Jesus and sent back to the pits of hell where it belongs. Do you hear me? We got this. Come on. I don't know if y'all can feel this fire, but I hope y'all can because listen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I know y'all probably like these last couple of episodes, Portia been on one spiritually, like she been real Z. I live my life in the deep end now, period. I get revelation out of everything now, period. Even when I'm going through, when I can't see clearly, God is constantly talking to me. He's constantly reminding me. He's constantly sending me messages and notes and everywhere I look, I'm telling y'all it's real. He is real. He is here with us in all that we are experiencing. If we would just pay attention and let him in, all I could do is speak to my experience and I'm not going to be quiet for nobody because it makes anybody uncomfortable or whatever. I am going to go forth. In the name of Jesus, because that's what I was called to do, period. Next point, Miss Sarah Jakes, okay? This deep dive into girl, get up. <laughs> she said, the little girl goes from being sick to dead. There are times when we go from sick to dead, trying to help other people not taking care of ourselves. When we go from sick to dead, trying to help other people, in the midst of us helping other people, we are not taking care of ourselves. We go from sick, you are already sick, but you're so busy trying to help other people, now you've caused yourself to die. And I'm not saying literally, but some people, that does happen literally because you didn't stress yourself out so much trying to take care of everybody else and you neglected yourself and now you on your deathbed or now you on your way out and now you didn't die from stress-induced heart attack or stroke or whatever. We cannot go from sick to dead trying to help other people. You need to take care of yourself. You need to balance. That's for me, okay? You better talk to yourself, Portia. Listen, that's for me because I know I neglect myself a whole lot trying to do all the things for everybody else. And it's not good. It's not what God has purposed us to do. It's not what he wants us to do. Yes, he wants us to help other people. He wants us to be in communion with other people and doing things for other people, be helpful. But you should not do it to the detriment of yourself. You cannot neglect yourself. You cannot stop taking care of yourself because you're trying to take care of everybody else. You're going to go from sick to dead, period, okay? Then she says, dreams go from sick to dead. Yo, dreams go from sick to dead. God gave you the dreams. You got all the dreams and aspirations. And slowly, but surely, they start to dwindle away because there has not been much effort put into it, or you think you're not good enough. You don't understand your self-worth. You don't understand um, how to get, again, from point A to point B. Like, yes, I got the vision. I understand this is what the finish line looks like, but how do I get from here to here? Well, I don't know how to get from here to here. So you know what? I'm going to back up off of it. You're already poisoning it with your mindset and your, your your words speaking negatively about it. Well, ain't nobody going to listen. Ain't nobody going to pay attention to me. Ain't nobody going to believe in me. 
I don't even believe in myself. That's sickness. And then it goes to dead because you just let it dwindle away. Woo! Our dreams go from sick to dead. I shared with y'all a couple of episodes ago about my um, educational journey and how it has helped me grow to the point that I am in now in my career or whatever. And even in my purpose, it has shown me my purpose in life. But I let that dream get sick and tainted. And I let it kind of die to an extent at a point until I kept picking myself back up. I kept getting back up and fighting for what I was purposed to do. And even though the, 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 the outcome, the end goal changed, not the end goal, the, the track to get to it has changed. The end goal and the purpose is still there. Ain't no more letting these dreams go from sick to dead. Honey, we not letting them die no more, okay? Girl, get up. Get up. So she goes on to say, always there's always a voice that's trying to convince you it's not gonna happen how you want it to a generational voice that has talked us out of something very much so something you always trying to do something <laughs> that's a uh <laughs> An excerpt from uh, Young Miami. Very much so something. Y'all always trying to find something. No, for real. These generational voices, these demonic spirits, these outside voices are always trying to very much so find something to detour you from your purpose. To detour you and convince you that it ain't going to happen the way that you saw it was going to happen. The way that God gave you the vision to see how it was going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Them generational voices out here trying to talk us out of something. They stay on a job. When I tell you they be on it 24-7, 365, morning, noon, night, they are on it. They in your dreams. They are in your every situation. If you want to pay attention to the negative things that are around you, oh, they going to pop it in. They going to come through the TV. They going to come through the music. They going to come through people, people that you trust and love. Those generational voices, those demonic spirits are going to come and try to talk you out of something because they know the greatness that is in you. Don't let them talk you out of something, very much so something, okay? <laughs> but we got to kill them voices now so that we don't pass them down. Y'all, we got to kill the voices now. Just like they trying to kill you, you got to kill them through prayer, I'm sorry, through prayer, through fasting, through standing your word, through speaking life. There's power of life and death in this wonderful muscle in your mouth, your tongue. We got to speak life. That is very intentional that I have that segment, that I have been focusing on that so much, the affirmations. Speak life. It's so easy to speak death. So easy. It like comes second nature to us. That's because of the sinful nature that we were born into this world, this sinful world. But speak life. That's a positive energy. That's a positive outlook on stuff. And it will come forward. Light will always beat darkness. We got to speak life. We have to convince ourselves and stop those negative behaviors now. Now is the time. Girl, get up. It's going to break off everything connected to me. In the name of Jesus. Sarah was talking, okay? We ain't going to pass that down to our kids and our kids' kids. and our We're going to break these generational curses now. Those generational voices now. It's going to break off everything connected to me. Everything connected to you in a negative way is going to break off in the name of Jesus. Period. There is a purpose attached to your name. 
There is a purpose attached to Portia Tanea Omolayo. Period. Thinking it could never happen for you. No more talking me out of who God has said that I am. Or who God has said that I can be. There is no more talking me out of it. Do you hear me, devil? Do you hear me, demonic spirits? There is no more talking me out of who God has said that I can be. Uh-uh-uh-uh. You have no more room up in here. Go on, get. Get on about your business. Because you ain't got no more space up in here, babe. Nope. Can't do it. You can say it. It's over. He has resurrecting power. Woo! Even when they try to tell you it's over, it's done. No, we're not going to no longer be able to fund you. No, we no longer need your services. No, we no longer need this. Or that's not going to happen for you. Or yeah, we saw it, but at the same time, we changed our mind. We no longer need you. You ain't going to ever... You're never going to be able to tell me that it's over because God has resurrecting power. Y'all saw what happened. Jesus died on Calvary and three days later, early Sunday morning, he got up resurrecting power. He could resurrect anything. He did it in the Bible multiple times. Okay. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He was stinking, smelling, deteriorating right there in his fleshly body. And God resurrected him. God resurrected a whole army of dried up, decrepit skeletons, bones in a graveyard. And brung their flesh back onto the bones and resurrected them to fight in a war. Who who ain't got resurrecting power? Oh, I thought somebody said something. Because my God got resurrecting power. If he could do that. He can do anything. No matter what man may try to tell you, God is in control of it all. Period. Listen, he got resurrecting power, and I believe and I receive it in the name of Jesus. Okay. He makes all things new. We already know that. <laughs> we already know that. He makes all things new because he made me new. He makes me new all the time. He gives me new things, new ideas, new spaces, new peace, new joy. He makes all things new. We already knew that. Send that voice right back to hell where it belongs because it's not with me. Not with me. Not with me. No longer. You are not allowed here in this space with me any longer, Satan. Get thee behind me. I know y'all like, girl, she is tripping. Listen, this is how I have to talk to myself because I be over here allowing these negative voices and things to kind of like tap, tap, tap in. And no longer, you're not allowed to take my peace anymore. You're no longer allowed to take my joy or to try to tear me down. I'm not allowing it no more. I don't know who else is on board, but I hope y'all on board with me touching and agreeing. We not allowing it no more. Girl, get up. I'm taking my strength back, my power back. Give me the water back that you took through during that drought that has been killing all the fruit that God wants to give to me. <laughs> Listen, give it back. I'm I'm ready. Take these earrings off. I'm ready to fight. Give it back. I'm no longer letting you take it from me. You gonna give me that water back too that you made the drought come and dry up all all the nutrients and all the all the things from me so that my fruit couldn't produce. Give me that water back. Give it all back. I want it back. I'm snatching it back. Who you thought you was? Oh, you thought you had me. That's what you thought. Let me remind you who I am. Okay? I want it all back. Period. 
Sarah Jakes was talking to me. I don't know who else she was talking to, but she was talking to me. Next, she says, it's the heart posture. Y'all know. I've been saying this for a while now because God keeps giving it to me. And to be reminded about that again in this, in this sermon, it's the heart posture. Where your heart is, is where you truly are. God keeps bringing this up. He keeps bringing it up for a reason. Check your heart. It ain't about who you think you are, who you say you are. It's about your heart. What that heart look like. Praise and worship despite what it looks like. Because when you praise and worship, it's a disruptor. It's a disruptor to what he, he downstairs is trying to do. It's a disruptor to those sinful ways in the mindsets. It disrupts everything. And if you stay in that space, in that posture, Praising and worshiping God. What are we talking about? Again, I'm talking to me. Because in those, I understand, we are very much so a part of these fleshly vessels. And these fleshly vessels be having our minds thinking something else. And it's so hard at times to remember to praise and worship during those down moments. But I'm telling y'all, these are the tools, everything. While we sit up here trying to figure out, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know wh which way I should go. I don't know. Da, da, da. He's telling us what to do. He's giving us the tools. Utilize them. We got to utilize them. She said, I am done making love with the thing that's trying to kill me. We be over here making love with that thing. Do you hear me? And it is slowly but surely constricting us and squeezing the life out of us and killing us. But we be over here making love to that thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's make some more babies. Let's make some more generational curses. What? I'm done. I'm done. Anybody else done? I'm done. I'm done. His glory will saturate every area of my life in Jesus' name. My children's children, everything and everything attached to me. I am the gate. Woo! I am the gate. I am the portal. I am the opening as to which all of this goodness is going to come through. It's me. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Okay? His glory will saturate every area of our lives in Jesus' name. Period. We are the gate. Open me, Lord. Overflow in Jesus' name. We stop praying when it dies. Oh my gosh. We give up. When something don't happen the way that we think it should happen, or if something fails, quote unquote, if it's a no right now, and we we accept that and be like, stop praying and because it died. Stop praying. Oh, well, I tried. Oh, well. And we stop talking to God. We stop communion with him. We stop communicating with him. We stop talking and praying and pleading and searching and asking and knocking. We stop. Because the thing has died, quote unquote. I refuse to believe that it's really dead. 
didn't give me this chance to let it die. God did not give us these chances, these thoughts, these dreams, these goals, these aspirations, these visions. He did not give it to us for it to die. So why do we give our power over to the belief that it has died because it did not work out the way that we thought it was going to, or we don't see a way forward? Why do we allow it to die? If God has allowed something to be killed, it's only because he has something better and will bring it back to life and or bring it back to life. He got something better in store. Yes, today may be a no because he know that you're not equipped to handle what is to come. What you really truly desire or what he saw, he showed you and has given you, you ain't truly equipped yet. You ain't quite ready yet. It's like something you put in the oven, put a cake in the oven or whatever. You mix the batter. You put all the ingredients in. You did all your work into it. You put it into the oven and you open in the oven every five seconds, checking it, checking it, checking it. And every time you stick that fork in there it come back up and it's still wet and it's still moist and it's still and you can either give up on it and be like eh, this cake ain't never gonna bake it ain't never gonna be ready but he's just asking for us to be patient give it time let it do what it's gonna do stop opening that door stop coming in here and trying to check and control the situation when he had already gave you the tools and the instruction on how it's going to work be patient he will equip you with what the knowledge and the wisdom, the knowledge to know, I need to stop opening this oven. I need to let that thing bake. I need to let it rest. I need to let it do what it needs to do. Because when it's ready, the oven is going to ding and I'm going to be able to take that cake out and I'm going to put that fork in there and it's going to come back up dry. And when it's going to sit there and it's going to be ready to come out that pan, it's going to come out smooth because I've done all that God has commanded me to do. I don't know who I'm talking to today. Listen, but I know it's for me. I am not trying to be a preacher, a teacher, or whatever, but I am here speaking the truth because this is what God has given me. He is talking to me. I don't know who else can testify and admit and agree or whatever. It, it, it ain't. Listen, I hope you're receiving the word of the Lord. Wait on him. If it's a no now, it's because he got better coming. Or he's going to resurrect. He's going to bring it back. He's going to revive it. Bring it back to life, Lord, in Jesus' name. She goes on to say, celebrate when you get a no. Because that means that you are one step closer to what you have attached to your name. Okay? You thinking that no is the end and your dream should just die off. But no, that no is, okay, this situation didn't work out because God got something greater. I'm one step closer to what he really needs me to do and where he really needs me to be. This is only going to encourage me to put in a little more work, to do a little more what I need to be doing, to get a little more focus and to like, don't allow the devil to come in and try to tell you otherwise. And you allow that thing to die and you stop talking to God and you stop communicating with him. Don't do it. Keep moving forward. Keep pressing towards the mark. Do you understand? I understand. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. Thank you. Back to the scripture. <laughs> Someone had came and said, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. Speaking of Jesus, right? The teacher is Jesus. But Jesus sent a word before. Before the father could doubt. Before he can get angry, before bitterness came in and set in his spirit, hearing that his daughter had died and the person coming to tell him, don't even bother the teacher. Don't even bother Jesus. She's dead. Before the man could say anything out of his mouth, Jesus has sent the word. He told him, do not be afraid. Only believe. Before you can even form the thought fully in your head when you get the, the, the response or the answer that you didn't want. Before you can even get angry, bitter, um, depressed, anxious, doubtful, 
feeling like a failure, before you even can phantom the thought of it, before you can even open your mouth, Jesus has told us, do not be afraid, only believe. There's no room for nothing else. There's no room for fear. There's no room for anything other than belief. If you say you believe, even when the unbelievable happens, even when it looks like what is going on, there's no turning back from. Believe only. That's it. That's that's called some discipline right there because, listen, again, these fleshly bodies, we be so quick to think the negative. We be so quick to go that way. But he said, only believe. That's it. You ain't got no option to do nothing else. My God. There was other possibilities of what Jairus could do. It was easier to believe the negative than the positive. Why are we like that? That's how we pray to faith more in the bad than in the good. We be, we be praying to God, Lord, please, please, if you can just give me this job, Lord, it will, it will change my, my family, my lives, our lives, everything, God, if you can just do it. But also while we're praying it, we're thinking, I'm not going to get this job. I'm not, because I'm not worthy of a $20,000 raise. Like, why would he do that for me? I don't even have experience. Who I'm talking about myself, Jesus. I don't even have the credentials. Hmm. How am I worthy of such things? You going to do that for me? But I'm praying, Lord, please give me this job. If it's meant for me, God, please give it to me. Because I know you can do it because you're in control of all things. But I'm praying in in, in the, the positive, but also thinking in the negative. And I'm more so believing and have, keeping my faith in the negative that it ain't going to happen. But I'm saying out my mouth and I'm saying to God that I got faith in you. And I'm positive that you're going to do it for me. It don't work like that, baby. Why are we so quick to believe? Stop diluting it down other than believing it. That's what we're doing. I'm diluting my prayer. God knows our thoughts. He hears our thoughts. And while I'm saying, yes, I want you to do this for me, I'm thinking, but it ain't going to happen for me. I'm diluting the prayer. I'm diluting what I'm asking for. We got to stop it. We got to stop it. It's a must. It's the insecurities for me. That was my note to her saying that. It's the insecurity, the insecurity within this flesh that I'm not worthy enough of such blessings. And I allow it to take over my positive faith and belief in God. Why? The next point that she made was we need to surround ourselves with people who only have room for belief. Listen. That's a word all in itself. While we study surrounding ourselves with people that ain't got room for only belief. I don't need your negative Nancy vibes over here trying to tell me, well, did you think about, well, I don't think you should. Well, no. You either going to stand 10 toes down with me and believe in this thing like I do or no. Like we ain't about to, we ain't about to do this. We not doing it. Be careful who you surround yourselves with. Also, um, the next point she brought up, Jesus came to the house and said to the little girl, okay? Little girl, arise, okay? Reach. He told this little girl to arise. Again, she's dead, okay? And her fleshly body is dead. He said, little girl, arise. Sarah said, reach back past when pain met you reach back past when pain met you where it met you at reach past that grab that little girl who once believed all things are possible and could do anything long as god is with her you need to reach back to that little girl that's that's the little girl jesus is talking to when you reach back past all the pain, all the hurt, all of the sorrow, 
all of the experiences that you thought was love, that you thought was going to be different this time, and it wasn't. Reach past all of that and get back to that little girl that's inside of you and tell her, girl, get up, rise, arise, okay? Sarah proceeded to say he needs the real, the little girl with the passion, the hope, let down, but kept pushing. That's the real, that was when we were our most authentic selves, when we was those little girls with all of them dreams and aspirations, when we didn't know, we didn't have any negative thought about the world. We thought it was all possible. We can keep pushing. We can keep making it to the, the dreams and the goals and, you know, get back to her. Reach back to her. Pull her back up. That's where he needs you to go back to. That girl. And I'm not, this is not an exclusionary um, message, okay? But this was a message at a women's conference that Sarah told or whatever. It's not only for those little girls out there. It's for those little boys out there as well. If you are a man and listening to this podcast and watching this podcast, this is for you too, it still, it, it still coincides, even though it's girl, get up, boy, get up, <laughs> whoever you are, get up is the point. Okay. But this is just to conclude women's history month, girl, get up. Okay. For those women that have given up on themselves, go back to the most authentic part of you when you were so innocent and nothing touched you and you were untainted and you had no blemishes. Get back to her, okay? The next point that she made was Jesus told her not to tell anyone. Jesus told the little girl and her father not to tell anyone about the miracle that he had just performed by when he told this little girl to arise, she arose. She had breath back in her body. She was back fully formed in who she was prior to the sickness and this illness and the, the death. He told them, do not tell anyone because it was a miracle for the family directly. <laughs> In my past relationship, I used to be told this all the time. Like, everything is not to be shared with everyone. And I didn't understand that concept at the time. Um, because at that time in my life, I was like, I want to share everything with all people. Like, all of these people around me mean well and all this type of stuff. But the reality is they don't. And everybody is not rejoicing with you when you win. Some people are praying against your win. Some people are praying against what miracles God has performed in your life. So for those instances, not just those instances, but in period, sometimes God does things just for you and the ones that were in the room and for the ones that were there during that time. It's only for y'all. Yes, you can testify to it after the fact in some instances, but when God tells you that this was directly for you and your family to see him raise this little girl back up, that's what you need to do. Don't, don't, don't take it outside those walls because in this instance, it was not about the miracle for the world to see that God has resurrecting power, okay? That wasn't the purpose of that miracle. So Sarah broke it down and said, but it was for those who was closely connected to you. It was for those who no longer believe as well. It was for those who had also knew your pain, your struggle, and all of those things, saw you going through the trenches and was like, I don't believe no more either. I, what? What? I understand. I understand why you're in the place that you're in. I'm in there with you. But it was for those closely connected to see that miracle. They needed to see that spirit return and return to you, not just for her, but for those others to see and know how to move as well. 
Me and Kendra talk about this all the time. Like, we going through this struggle together. Yes, we go through the struggle together. But just like we go on, we see these struggles and these pains and the sorrow and all those things. We also see the miracle and know that because I saw God do it for you, girl, I know he going to do it for me too. We in this together. Sometimes people need to see you arise again. Sometimes people need to see that build up again. Sometimes they need to see you at your lowest and God put breath back in your body and rise up. They need to see that for themselves to believe it. And because they so closely connected to you, they understand the pain, the sorrow, all of the things that you've gone through. But they need to see when he come and turn it around, okay? Jesus. She said, generations are connected to your spirit coming back. While you sat up here and gave up, got sick, let it die, never look back on it or constantly in your mind looking back on it like I wish I could have instead of putting forth the effort and doing what you need to do praying and asking God to refill you refuel you and do all of those things generations are connected to your spirit coming back what you gave up on was not just for you giving up on it meant that you gave up what was destined for your lineage what was destined for your, your bloodline? What was destined for the generations to come after you? If you give up now, you giving up on them. You not allowing a space for them to be able to be great. The next point, Sarah May, even when we're sick, we were still his. Even when we gave up, even when we had doubts, even when we didn't see a way out of the darkness, we were still his. God didn't give up on us. He never does. We the ones be giving up on him. And even in those moments, he is still claiming us. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Whatever it is, whatever the sickness is, a testimony, divorce, depression, anxiety, we got to let it go, okay? We got to get up again and again and again. That's not the end of our story just because you experienced that. My divorce is not the end of my story. Yes, it hurt. Yes, it's a lot of pain behind it, but it also is even though it was a, it's a sickness that is currently trying to plague my mind and my body and my spirit. I am still, guys, I am still a child of the king. And I'm letting that stuff go. I'm not allowing that to hold me back. I'm still going to get what's mine, period. Because my name is on it. And that particular thing is not going to stop my destiny. I'm still destined for greatness. I'm still going to get up. I'm going to keep getting up no matter how many things this world tries to throw at me. I'm going to get up every time because I understand the assignment. I got people coming after me. And even while I'm still here, I'm meant to live an abundant life on this earth. It's not going to be plagued by all of these negative things that keep trying to come up against me. Our depression will not take me out. We're going to get up again and again and again. Keep getting up. Girl, get up. Next, she says, something died on the inside of me, but I felt it coming back. Woo! All that hurt, all that pain, all the endurance of the sorrow and the confusion and all of the things that you experienced and you allowed it to kill what was inside of you. It can come back up. It don't have to die. 
You can feel that coming back up. You feel the nagging at you when you constantly are reminded of the, the visions and the dreams and aspirations that God has given you. He's still tugging at you and letting you know it's still in there. Yeah, I know you done been through some stuff. Yeah, I understand that you didn't experience life in a certain way, but it's still in there and you can still achieve it. You can still go for it. You can still put forth the effort. You can do it. That little girl is coming back from everything for everything that she desired. Hell had to let go. Getting in position. Tired of crying and fighting about it. I'm getting up for it all. I want it all back. That's a Ty Trivet throwback, okay? The devil thought he had me. But I want it all back. I'm going back to get it all. Everything that you thought you took from me. Oh, no. You messed with the wrong one. You about to find out. Okay? Yeah, I was in darkness for a minute, but I see the light now. I understand now. I got. I understood the assignment. Period. I'm getting back up. We gonna keep getting back up. We gonna keep fighting this thing. Even if we gotta cry. We gonna still get in position. Plant your feet. Get down in the, listen, we ready. What's up? Let's go. I surrender. Bitterness has to let go of me. I surrender. Listen, I give up. I can't do it by myself. I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I've tried all the things. I've tried to take control. I've tried to figure this thing out called life by myself. I've tried that. Even when I did allow you in, God, at moments, I still was controlling. I surrender. I'm giving up. It's all yours. I'm here now. I'm not going to allow bitterness to hold me back anymore. It got to let me go. I got to find joy. I got to find peace. I got to find my spirit again. I'm hungry for it. I'm desperate for it. God, overflow in this place, overflow in this vessel, overflow in us all. In the name of Jesus, I need more of his spirit, not my spirit, not them other spirits, not the weed and the alcohol and all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It get the job done for the moment, but I need God's spirit to fill me up to push forward, to be the best that I can be. Because those things just silence the things temporarily. It just calms the noise temporarily. But God, I'm telling you, we need more of his spirit to fill us up, to make us feel whole, to make us feel good. She said, my praise is restored. Rebuild uproot the negative okay reconnect me again put put the plug back in the plug reconnect me back to the main plug okay we need it the devil has been trying to break me oh oh he he been on his job i said that early he been trying to break us purposefully he has broken me in so many areas but, but, but God, okay, has awakened a hunger, a thirst, and a desire that life told us to give up on. But it's a miracle to feel it again. That's the miracle. To even have feeling in your body again, to have that feeling in your spirit again. That's the miracle. The miracle is... You having the feeling again of all of the things that God had already placed in you when you was that little girl. Way back when, the, when you can remember how you felt, how you was on fire, how you thought, oh yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. When I grow up, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. When I And even when as a grown up, God's given us dreams and aspirations and visions and things like that. And go back to those feelings. To be able to feel that again, that's the miracle in itself. The miracle is not 
um, it actually happening and coming to fruition only. That's a whole nother miracle. But the initial miracle is you being able to feel that fire burning inside of you again. To be able to know that you reconnected with the Lord and know that I got it back. That hunger, that thirst again, that's the miracle. Thank you for reminding us that you can make all things new. He makes all things new. He has created us in his likeness and in his image. He constantly is regenerating cells and different things in our body. He makes all things new. All things. No matter what you have been through, no matter what you have done, no matter none of that stuff. I'm getting up and nothing is bringing me back down. Nothing ever again is going to bring me back down. I'm getting up and I'm going to remain up. And where every time something tries to come and knock me down, I'm going to stay steady in that place. I'm not going to allow it to steal me away anymore, to disable me anymore. You won't be able to handicap me any longer. It's all overflow to everything connected to us in Jesus' name. That girl preached that thing. Do you hear me? I encourage you all to please go watch the message. Girl, get up. Sarah Jakes Roberts. It's not even that long. Um, I didn't talk longer than what the message was. <laughs> but I'm telling y'all. This message blessed me so, and it's continuously blessing me, but I really hope, I do know, let me stop saying that, I'm trying to stop saying I don't know, I do know, that's the thing, like, I do know, and I'm trying my best to convey what I know to other people, and I really hope and pray that the Holy Spirit the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, can touch you all just the same as this has touched me. And I hope that this reignites something inside of you. And no matter your gender and no matter who you are and what you've done, and even if you don't believe in the same thing that I believe in, which is that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, the message that is given, it still applies to you. Whatever you have felt inside of you, whatever it is that God has placed inside of you, the visions, the feelings, the dreams, the aspirations, the goals, the ideas, and all of those things, he gave it to you for a reason. Go back and get it. Go back and get it. It's never too late. Does not matter your age. Does not matter your stage. Does not matter what has happened to you, what you have done. You can go back and get it. Don't give up. Don't, don't say, this is all I'm worth. You are worth so much more. If you envisioned it, it's because it was meant for you. Period. See yourself the same as he sees us. He created you wonderfully. And fearfully made you. Remind yourself. Because it's not just about you. It's about everything that's connected to you. It's about your kids. It's about your cousins, your sisters, your grandmothers, your mothers, your fathers, your uncles, your aunts. It's about all your friends, your loved ones, your co-workers, everyone that's attached to you. You are the key. You are important. You are amazing. You are worth it. Cause I'm, I'm up. I don't know who else y'all, y'all still down there. I'm up. <laughs> but let me go ahead and get up out of here. Okay. Um, moving right along that, that, that message blessed me. And I really hope that it blesses y'all just as much as it blessed me. Life be life in us all. Okay. Hey there village. This is where I have all of my listeners, friends, family, whomever, submit news and topics and other requests for me to talk about. 
you know the link is right there. You can send me those things to lifebelife at anchordanllc.com. Please submit those things to me. I am very much open. If you don't want to email, you can always DM me on any social media platform. I am on all the things. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can reach me on YouTube. All of the things, okay? Um, and let me know what y'all want to hear. Also, um, because life be out here life in us all, y'all already know we got some tools out here to offer you all. My beautiful planner and also my wonderful journal as well, okay? They are both still available for purchase on Amazon. Just look up. The link is in the description box, okay? If you ever looked at the description box of these videos or even if you're listening to the audio, the link is there for you to purchase the planner and the journal. And I'm telling you, it's such a good time. It's such a great reminder as to um, helping you through this thing called life. Okay. Use, utilize the tools y'all get into it. And before I get out of here, um, let me just remind y'all to go support Shop Lene. And we're back. Thank you again, Shop Lene. You always there for us and we appreciate you, okay? Y'all go check out Shop Lene and keep y'all skin moisturized, period. Um, also, use this discount code here, right here on the screen, so that you can get a discount because y'all listen to me sit up here and talk. So we're going to bless y'all right back and give y'all a discount for Shop Lene products. Please patronize this business, okay? And let's go on, on into the last segment, which is Speak Life. Because that's what we do over here, okay? Speak Life, this is the segment where I leave you with a call to action for yourself, not just for you, but for me as well. So I'll leave you with these words to hold on to until next time. Today's Speak Life affirmation is, I struggle, but I grow. I fall, but I get up. Even amid adversity, I succeed and I shall prosper. Again, today's Speak Life affirmation is, and I want y'all to say it with your chest, okay? I struggle, but I grow. I fall, but I get up. Even amid adversity, I succeed and I shall prosper. You heard it. You say it. You write it down and you remind yourself to speak life and make it happen because, child, life be out here, life in us all. I love you all. Y'all have a wonderful and beautiful day. Mwah!